0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Welcome. All right, so first of all, let me just say this. I am so incredibly grateful for all of you listeners. Uh, Whether you've been listening for years, which many of you have, uh, whether you, uh, you know, spend time with me on your way to work every day, which many of you do, uh, or you are relatively new to the podcast. Let me just say this. I am incredibly grateful for you. Uh, you know, when I, when I do my regular gratitude lists and I think about the people that, um, have really had the greatest impact on me, I I do include all of you. And I know that sounds a little weird because, Uh, From the podcasting perspective, uh, it it seems very one way, right? But I have really enjoyed getting to know many of you over the years, not only... having interactions with you, especially through email, right? So asking questions, but then also offering, you know, here's a suggestion for an episode. Um, and then also hearing from people, you know, uh, they'll, they'll message me on, on Facebook maybe and, and say, Oh my gosh, I was listening to this episode and you know, this is, this is what I did because of it. And I'm so glad that I did. Right. Um, but there's also this, uh, you know, when I go to a live event, And some of you may know I am in, uh, Cleveland this week. Uh, I am going to be presenting my dissertation research at a national conference on Wednesday morning. Yay. I'm very excited about that. Um, and, and so it's, it's very interesting when you, uh, are in person at an event, uh, people will come up to you and they're like, Hey, I, I listened to your podcast and all of a sudden it's a, a, an immediate friend immediate. Uh, and I love that. So thank you so much for being a listener. Uh, and I would just throw this out there to you as well. If you have find found any value in this podcast, um, would you consider who in your life might also need to hear the things that we talk about and just, you know, send them the link and say, Hey, take a listen, see what you think. Okay. All right. So this one is an episode about people. All right. The title is they're driving me crazy. So the last couple of weeks I've had a lot of interactions with clients, um, all stemming from working with other people. Uh, One of one of the, the topics I've been talking about for years is working with challenging people. So I'll give you three examples. All of them are clients. So the one client has a boss who um, is having a habit of throwing this person under the bus. So every week they have a staff meeting and whenever any problem or issue is is arising, basically her boss, from a low level of awareness, is is saying everything is her fault. Okay, yeah, that's a problem. Okay, Uh, I have another client whose mother... Um, is really having a hard time with this client's, let's say, lifestyle choices. Uh, her mother is uh, a very deeply religious, Christian, highly conservative person. Uh, and this client is making some choices that seem to be not in agreement, at least not in agreement with what the mom believes. And so uh, it's causing a lot of, of challenges. And then another client whose partner um, uh, basically is overspending. So um, this guy is is telling me all about his wife and how, you know, no matter what he does, she's just overspending, you know, and it's causing a problem, not only for the two of them, um, but they have, I think, I think they have triplets. I know they have three kids and they're getting ready to go off to college. So, in each one of these scenarios or situations, the problem is identified as the other person not taking responsibility. Now I do agree with that. And we've got to come back to this because we can't just point the finger at somebody else and say, you need to fix that. I mean, that's, that's an important part. And, and sometimes, uh, we, we absolutely need to do that. But, or maybe not, but, but and, right, so we can we can definitely advocate for changes, and we also have to come back to what can you do, okay, so so let me give you a little background of what's happening in the brain, okay, um, deception, deflection, denial, and victimhood, okay, so all three of these situations include that deception. So, you know, kind of lying, trying to hide things. Deflection, which means that you're trying to um, uh, hide things out in the open, kind of deflect. Oh, we'll not talk about that right now, right? Denial is like, oh yeah, that didn't happen at all. And victimhood, oh, you made me do it, okay? These are all survival programs, okay? And these are things that most often people catch when they're young. Uh, they probably had early caregivers who either taught them these programs, so maybe their parents had issues like this, or they lived in an environment uh, where deception, deflection, denial, and victimhood actually got them what they needed or or uh, gave them a sense of security, okay? So they have these survival programs kind of running in their, their head, right, in their brain and they're most likely unaware of them. Now, these programs taken to an extreme definitely have social and and even sometimes criminal behavior to them. Um, they definitely can destroy relationships, right? So again, what do you do? What do you do with these people who are in this survival program? Well, the first thing is don't engage. Okay, and the reason why is because this is a fear based program. There is no logic here. Okay, you cannot go to a rational place. Most likely, you can't even understand. If you don't get that there's a, a survival program underneath happening, whatever they say and do, it doesn't make sense, right? Because you're trying to come at it from a rational, logical point of view. This person is ha- a survival program is fear based, there's no logic. Okay. But when you try to engage and let's say have a debate or argument or talk it through, it's not going to work because they're coming from a lower level of awareness in relation to, to this. Okay. So there's a couple things. All right. Now, first of all, you know, we're, we we do want to advocate for our needs. So I'm going to talk about that in just a second. But after we've done that, we need to do a couple things to make us feel a little bit better. Uh, First of all, bless them in whatever way you can. And I know that that sounds counterintuitive. You know, this person is, you know, hurting me. How can I bless them? Bless them, release them, forgive them. Um, One of the things I keep coming back to over and over again is let them have the perceptions they feel like they need. Let them have the perceptions they feel like they need. So these uh, programs that are running are giving them a sense of safety and security. It's like taking away a, a small child's, you know, lovey, their their blanket, their stuffed animal, their, their pacifier, right? They develop this sense of comfort. And so you take away their comfort, you're going to have an issue, <laughs> probably worse than uh, the original issue, right? That perception is something that they need for right now. So don't try to take away their perception, but going into, what do you want instead? Okay. Cause you can't just have a boss that's throwing you on the under the bus. So what do you want instead? Well, this, this client is not only enforcing boundaries in the workplace right now, but she's actively seeking a new job. She knows that this boss is, is not going to change. And she also knows that she can't put up with this. And so she is looking for a new job. Um, My other client with her mom, she loves her mom. She wants to be with her mom. And so one of the things that she's doing is she's limiting her time and exposure with her mom. So instead of being there, you know, several times a week, she, she's only going on the weekends. Um, She is setting boundaries and saying, okay, I'm going to go for this amount of time and then I'm going to leave. She's also telling herself in her head, we're going to talk about this, this, and this subject and nothing else. And if it goes into the other area, it's okay. I'll just, you know, leave. Okay. So she, this is her mom. She still wants to have that relationship, but she doesn't want to get into that area where her mom is shaming her or trying to shame her for her choices. So she's sticking up for herself and still having the relationship. And then my other, other, um, client who, you know, he he has this wife that's overspending. Um, he, he has had several conversations with her. Um, and he's got a business actually, he's got three businesses. If I'm correct, he's, um, a franchisee owner. Uh, and so he's actually taking steps to separate their accounts. Um, so basically he's, um, you know, giving her an allowance and she gets to spend whatever, whatever is on her card. Um, and if it goes over, that's her responsibility. So he's not taking away money from her. He's just saying, here you go. And if you want to learn to be responsible with your money, you will. And if you don't, well, that's on you, <laughs> right? So he's not saying, sure, I'll, I'll just give you the keys to the kingdom forever. He's saying, no, no, we got to create some boundaries here. And he's not trying to uh, solve her issue around overspending. That's for her to solve, So he's protecting himself with boundaries and allowing her to have that experience, which she thinks she needs. And perhaps, you know, in in time she'll realize maybe I don't need this experience anymore. Maybe I do need to learn how to, how to deal with my money or her emotions, whatever's, you know, the fear is, is there um, for her to deal with. So the point of what I'm sharing is that radical responsibility doesn't say that another person is my problem. Okay. It allows us to determine what we want, even in the midst of dealing with these challenging people and to go after it. Okay. So radical responsibility doesn't put it on another person. It says, Nope. What do I want instead? Okay, here you go. Let me go after that. Right. And it also radical responsibility while you're stepping into your power allows these difficult and challenging people to stew in their own juices. Okay. Because you're not responsible for them. You're responsible for yourself. And if they truly are having all of these issues, let them go stew in their own juices, create your boundaries, let them stew. And if you want, you can be there for them later. If not, move along. Okay. I really hope this is helpful. I know we've got many people who are listeners who um, are dealing with boundary setting. And so I, I hope this helps. Uh, and then, you know, just remember fear-based programs never have logic. Fear, no logic. Fear, no logic. So if you're having a conversation with someone and it doesn't seem like it's really going in, might be a key indicator that they're set into fear, okay? So let them have the fear that they think they need because somehow that's keeping them safe. And then you ask yourself, what do I want and how can I make that happen for myself, okay? All right, so with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right, bye-bye.